2016 all and a brand new first podcast for 2016 of business baseball and bourbon i'm jerry durham and uh happy to be back i know we've had a little uh shall we say winter vacation but uh, i'm happy to be back with uh plans i'll fill you in on for the new year of 2016 and uh what a better way to start off 2016 than with a brand new podcast and continuing some of the conversations we started in 2015. So I thank you for uh, listening in again, and I look forward to uh, many more podcasts with you guys. So let's start with the obvious stuff here for 2016 people. As you know, part of this podcast is baseball, and if we're talking 2016, we're talking World Series for my San Francisco Giants. I mean, here we are, not even a minute into this podcast, and you knew we had to breach that subject. So let's talk a little SF Giants baseball and the state of baseball in 2016. Pretty happy with where my Giants uh, started out their 2000, or shall we say, ended their 2015 with their free agent signing. So we got Johnny Cueto, uh, pitcher. We got Mr. Samarjan and... Uh, Got an outfielder last week by the name of Span from the Nationals. So definitely needed some pitching and definitely needed some center field help. So it's good to see that coming in. The infield is solid. We got Buster. We got Belt. We got Crawford. We got the guy who would have been the MVP at third base if not for the uh, young kid from the Cubs, and uh, so everything's looking good for my Giants in 2016. So if you think uh, a baseball season where the Giants don't make the playoffs is unbearable, wait till we start making the playoff run, and I'll probably be down to about five listeners on this podcast. But really looking forward to 2016 with my uh, San Francisco Giants. So what more is there in baseball? Well, it doesn't really matter because we're just here to talk about the Giants, so let's not BS anybody, people. So all about my Giants. Any questions, concerns, comments, please feel free to forward them to me about uh, your team finishing second in 2016. Another part of the uh, podcast, of course, is the uh, bourbon drink. And... Um, I kind of rediscovered an old bourbon drink over the last month or so, and actually for the first time ever started making them at home, and that is the Old Fashioned. And many of you out there are new to bourbon, and I highly, highly recommend that's the drink you start with. Again, I'm going to tell you to find a decent bartender. If you get an Old Fashioned handed to you, and there's one of those old uh, red dye number 30 cherries muddled into the bottom of it with an orange uh, slice uh, smashed up in the bottom of your drink that old fashioned was not made properly so I'm going to ask you this in the new year find yourself a bartender that can make you a proper old fashioned or what I would recommend even greater is go to a website um, that I uh, I like and I find the classic recipes at and that's liquor.com plain and simple L-I-Q-U-O-R.com, and search old fashioned They've got a couple variations on it, but if you stick with the first two or three hits on that, you're going to make yourself a very good old-fashioned, so good bourbon drink of the month is the old-fashioned. Um, and you can cheat on the bourbon a little bit. You know, Bullet's good in there. Buffalo Trace is good in there. Um, Four Roses Yellow Label, real good in there. 
don't uh, don't go overboard because you're going to be putting some ingredients in there. So just get a good quality bourbon like that and go for it. So again, good way to start out your 2016 with the old fashioned. Let's just keep it real as we uh, start out 2016 with our bourbon drinks. So January, um, actually uh, recording this the second week of January. So let's talk about 2016 and what's coming up um, with me and the things I'm looking forward to a lot. Not When I say coming up with me, it's the things I'm going to be involved in and the things I'm looking forward to. This is actually the week of Gram Sessions, which is going to be in my corner of the world, down in uh, Phoenix or better yet, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, one of my favorite places. So pause for a second. Does anybody know why Scottsdale, Arizona is one of my favorite places? Yes, you are correct. That is the spring training home of your soon-to-be World Series champion, San Francisco 49ers. So I plan on heading back down to Scottsdale March and catching a couple uh, giant spring training games. But again, Scottsdale is the spring training home of your soon-to-be World Series champ. San Francisco Giants. Um, so Graham Sessions will be in Scottsdale. Graham Sessions is a is an interesting uh, short, small uh, conference over the weekend, um, and it's really all about participation and discussion and tr- real discussion. Um, maybe in the past, maybe about a hundred people. It seems it's grown larger. Maybe 150, 175 people. But a lot of uh, different conversations going on, and the bulk of the time is left open for conversations and comments. So really looking forward to the Graham Sessions and what comes out of that this year. Um, How I'm going to end the podcast today is reading a short uh, talk that I gave last year at the Graham Sessions. And again, just a great way to start off the new year. So we got Graham Sessions this week. We've got CSM in February at the happiest place on earth. No, not Las Vegas, but actually Anaheim at Disneyland. So CSM, I'm very excited, as most people know, on, I believe it's the 12th or the 13th of February, which is that Friday of CSM. Looking, please hold, please hold, please hold. February 12th, um, I will be moderating and potentially uh, co-speaking at least one of them, but Definitely moderating both uh, um, set two sessions on Friday, one of them being on relationship-centered care and patient experience and the customer life cycle. Really looking forward to that. As you all know, that's, uh, that's my gig and that's the thing I get most excited about and want to learn about and want to share with people. And then the second part of that is going to be that first-ever patient panel and I've got a couple patients from different parts of the countries, with a country with different diagnosis coming in to speak on that patient panel. That's what I'm most excited about. It's interesting looking through some of the content at CSM, and you see about people talking again about interview techniques and how to engage patients, how to get them to follow through, how to be empathetic. And finally, we're actually bringing in some of the people that we're talking about all the time, and I'm going to let them share their stories. And it's going to be great to attend some of these, and I recommend on Wednesday and Thursday you attend some of these other talks. And on Friday, come to that patient panel and and hear the real side of it. And by the real side, 
hear how those things you're learning about and the science behind the conversation, actually how it plays out in the real world. And that's what's always missing at our conference, let's face it, people. Um, sit there and love to talk our research. We sit there and love to talk about how it's supposed to be. But yet nobody ever brings in a old patient or a new patient or a potential patient and the people I like to call healthcare consumers and ask them, you know, what's important to you? What does this mean to you? How does this affect you? Does this mean anything to you? All those things are really important, and uh, we're going to be doing that on Friday the 12th at CSM. I'm really, really, really excited about that. Um, Something else I have on the calendar in May in Chicago with another physical therapist, Jeff Moore, is the business of managing low back pain. And we're going to be doing that in Chicago at Entropy Physical Therapy, Sarah and Sandy's clinic um, in Chicago. And I'm really excited about that because, again, just like CSM and the patient panel that's not been done before, I am not sure, and I'm happy to have anybody tell me otherwise, but I don't believe a course has been taught like this. Jeff and I are collaborating for two and a half days, three days. Yeah, it's two full days is what it is. We're collaborating on how to manage a low back pain patient. And we're going to take it not from the initial evaluation. We're going to take it all the way from the point of that patient calling your clinic to schedule physical therapy, how you how you have a conversation with them, how you make sure they're a right fit for your clinic, how you get them on the schedule, how you make sure you know what the cost is going to be. And then they get to the clinic and how you manage them until the physical therapist walks in. And then Jeff's going to take over and talk about, okay, now you've greeted this patient. He's going to take you through the evaluation. He's going to take you through the objective exam, the assessment, the plan, the treatment of this patient. And then at the same time, we're gonna, I'm going to be sharing um, tips about the conversation to get the patient to buy into their plan of care, to come back for their follow-up visit, to complete their home exercise program. So again, I am, I am very, very excited about this. Um, if you haven't, uh, if you're on Twitter and, or Periscope and you haven't caught Jeff Moore, doing his uh, PT on ice. I highly recommend it. Um, If you're on the West Coast, it's at some ungodly hour. So I I recommend sleeping in and getting up and then seeing if uh, there's a saved version of it. But again, hashtag PT on ice. Search out on Twitter and you'll find uh, some Jeff Moore periscopes and he's doing a kick-ass job with those. So I highly recommend you participate. Everything from treatment to sharing research ideas, to talking about mentoring, all kinds of great things. Um, so again, get on that Jeff Moore Periscope. So uh, Jeff Moore and I again in May at Entropy Physical uh, at Physiotherapy. Go on the uh, internets and search Entropy Physiotherapy in Chicago. Go to their website, click on Advanced Classes, and you'll see Jeff and I's course listed there. The business of managing low back pain. You'll also see a boatload of other quality content that uh, Entropy has put together for 2016. I highly recommend you go check that out. Um, I would argue as a clinic and as a host site that there's no more dynamic group of speakers and presentations than at uh, Entropy Physio. So give them a look-see, sign up for 
the Jerry Durham Jeff Moore class in May and then see if there's anything else you would like to do while you are um, on that page. But again, I highly recommend signing up for our gig because you're not going to find another course like it. So really, that's uh, everything coming up in 2016. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw at the beginning of the year sharing a lot of ideas and quote-unquote resolutions and thoughts for 2016. But I, I truly believe um, that we've hit a tipping point here with the, um, with the relationship-centered care, patient-centered care, patient-focused care, healthcare consumer, healthcare customer, the client in um, 2016. Um, we have seen all those terms I just thrown out used more in the last six months than probably in the history of healthcare, and we're going to see them daily in 2016. And with, I mean, there are multiple reasons we're going to see that stuff coming. But if you guys um, checked out your insurance coverage for 2016 and it reset in January, you found yourself probably staring at a pretty high deductible and a pretty high copay and coinsurance as you head into the new year. And this is becoming the norm and not the exception, people. Um, and so these people are going to be asking lots of questions. And it's not just that they have to spend money. It's where am I going to spend my money? I have to make a choice. And now I'm going to ask about things that I'm going to get that I never thought of asking about. I'm going to start asking questions that don't even make sense because I know I need to ask questions, but I don't even know the right question to ask. And so you are going to have to get dialed in on that customer experience or that patient experience. How do you handle the first phone call? How do you handle the conversations? Do you know what your unique value proposition is? So that customer on the other end of the phone who has a dollar to spend, are they wise in choosing to spend it with you or are you better off helping them to find another clinic? All these things are essential um, to healthcare in 2016 to getting that person to the right place so they can get in and get out. You know, it's a low back pain patient. They have acute back pain. We all know that if they get into physical therapy within the first, what, 7 to 14 days of that episode of physical therapy, we are going to save healthcare somewhere um, around $2,500. So multiply that by 100, by 1,000, by 10,000. So we have to engage these people on the phone. We have to make sure they know physical therapy is the right thing for them. We have to make sure they pick physical therapy. And so not only that, but then we have to make sure they pick the place that's a fit for them so that we can all be a solution to healthcare. So 2016, again, is going to be a huge year for, again, the customer experience, the patient experience, you understanding your business and how you're going to handle lead conversion, how you're going to handle phone calls. So we'll go more into that as the year goes on. Um, on that note, let me just share with you some of my thoughts on where we're going to go with the podcast in 2016. Um, my good friend, Mike Eisenhart, a physical therapist out of New Jersey and president of the New Jersey Physical Therapy Association. I'll be seeing him at the Graham Sessions. I'll be doing an interview with him. He's got some grand ideas um, and grand in a great way. Really look up to Mike. The guy is a big, big thinker. 
Um, he has a new website called Free the Yoke, F-R-E-E, the, T-H-E, yoke, Y-O-K-E.com. And it's about getting involved in exercise and healthcare man, um, health management on a population scale and how we are a solution for heart disease, how we are a solution for obesity, how we are a solution for type 2 diabetes. And Mike's really making a big push in 2016. So I highly recommend you go to the website and check out freetheyoke.com. Mike's got big plans for the future, but even 2016. I will be uh, interviewing Mike uh, with his big plans and where he sees the future of physical therapy and population health, um, which isn't something we always think about and talk about. So it's great to hear Mike's take on things. And if you don't get excited after you hear Mike, then you may want to look for a new profession because um, Mike will really get you stoked and make you feel that you are solving the world's problems. So I'll have Mike Eisenhart coming up. I've got a couple of patients lined up people that are uh chronic disease people uh just to again talk their experience in healthcare uh because they've got a great perspective they engage in healthcare on a regular basis what's easy what's not easy right what part of healthcare can be changed is it viable to think of them as a customer we'll be asking all these questions that I don't know what the answers are for them. And I may hear some uncomfortable things, but I'm really excited about having some of these, um, these patients, these chronic patients line up and they're not chronic pain patients. They're just chronic healthcare patients, uh, who are constantly in the system and require this system on a regular basis from all levels. So I'm really looking forward to the conversations with them. And before you know it, baseball season will start. And then there might be a podcast or two that's just about baseball. And you know what? I'm probably going to have to haul this recorder down to Scottsdale and do some podcasts from uh, Scottsdale as I'm watching the uh, the 2016 World Series champion San Francisco Giants play. So that's what we have on tap for 2016. Um, again, People like Mike Eisenhart coming up, too good to pass up, uh, really going to have to uh, get him on here. But again, my goal is to is to have the patients, to have the non-physical therapists on here. Got a couple other people lined up. You might have heard them on other podcasts that I would like to get into a different conversation. So again, a lot of good things coming up in 2016. So let me, um, let, let me wrap up this podcast with... Uh, what I call the what I believe. And when you go to Graham sessions, uh, there's about five to six people that are asked to give a, a 10 minute, uh, talk presentation on the topic, what I believe and the beauty of it. There were no guidelines. It's what you believe, what you're passionate about. Talk about anything. The only guideline was you have 10 minutes and believe it or not, I think I finished in about nine minutes, 45 seconds. So I actually had that speech, and I thought it would be a great way to start off 2016 because it's great to look at this and think about what I wrote about because I think I was asked in probably like October, November, to come up with this. And I sat around and thinking about it, and it really made me think. And I just put together a document and would type down notes of what I truly believe. And it's interesting to reread what came together because it's it really is what I'm most passionate about and what I'm pushing forward with. So again, 
This is my what I believe talk from uh, the 2015 Graham sessions, and uh, we will actually end on this, and I'll just throw together a couple thoughts at the end of this. So I'm going to read this to you now. This is the best, or what I believe, this is the best time to be a physical therapist. And at this time, we have the opportunity to do something new. Lead the way. Since I became a licensed physical therapist 22 years ago, I've watched this profession move along with the pack and call it moving forward. It's now time to step up and lead this pack. That's what gets me excited and inspires me in the profession today. This is titled What I Believe. The beauty is you don't have to believe it. Today, I just want to make you think, maybe in a way you haven't thought before. The next 10 minutes should make you uncomfortable because you may have to challenge the notion that you are actually not on the right course or that you need to learn some new things. And if everybody in this room agrees with me today, then I wasted 10 minutes of your time. So ponder this question. What part of our service as physical therapists is the most undervalued, underestimated, underappreciated, and underutilized? I'll bet you all came up with a multitude of answers, but there is really only one correct answer. It is our customer or that person I call the healthcare consumer. What I believe is the healthcare consumer is the solution to all our problems. Public perception is all that matters, people. These are our customers and potential customers. If they don't care, nobody cares. No congressman cares, no doctor cares, no insurance company cares, no employer cares, nobody cares. I believe we need to care more about them, our customers. If we care more about them, then they will care more about us. Think about that. The more they care about us, the more we can achieve. Increase payment, increase leverage in the capital, increase customers in, in your clinic, Increase direct access. Actually, until we make our customers care, direct access is all about us. I hear you. You care for them while they are in the office. A PT patient. I'm talking way beyond that. The word care itself needs to be broadened and needs a new definition so that we can better understand how to handle them. So, how do we care more for them to make them care? We have to become far more proficient at motivating, inspiring, building trust, building relationships, and selling. That's what we have to do in this profession. That's how our profession can begin to care more about customers, learn how to do all these things. How do we do that? How do we teach our profession to do that? Well, we focus on the three most important things not being taught to our profession. Number one, the fundamentals of business. Number two, more psychology. Number three, more sociology. And please save me this discussion about your one class taught over a few hours of one semester. We need more of all three of those. Things we need to stop doing to show our customers we care, we have to stop forgetting who our target customer really is. We constantly mix up third-party payers and other providers when we talk about what's important in marketing physical therapy. Our customer, the healthcare consumer, has to be the focus. We have to stop believing that technology is the sole solution to moving healthcare and physical therapy forward. These tools should allow us to do what we should have been doing earlier, like having a conversation and building relationships. 
we need to embrace the technology that does that. We have to stop believing that the only fix to healthcare is more clinical research, more outcomes, and more decreasing costs. But Jerry, that's the AAA mandated by everyone. How about this? If we care about our customers more, then the cost per case will decrease and their outcomes will improve. Isn't that the ultimate? We just solved the AAA equation just by doing one thing, caring more about our customers. So let me finish with this. I read a great quote this week by Tim David. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, but you can make him thirsty. We need to make our customers thirsty for physical therapy. If you, you think if we make our customers thirsty, then more than 11% of all appropriate PT customers will find their way to PT from the doctor's office? You think if we make our customers thirsty, then they will show up in the masses demanding not only that they, have, that they the customer, should have unrestricted direct access to physical therapy and they would demand that insurance needs to pay for it? The research we need to solve healthcare and physical therapy is already done. It exists in the psychology and social and sociology and business section of the library. So that was the what I believe talk given at Graham Sessions 2015. So I appreciate you all listening. And um, I hope uh, you check in for the next one. And I look forward to uh, getting Mike Eisenhart on here and some of those patients I was talking about. And we'll get you out another podcast soon. Thank you again for participating, and remember, go Giants!